0: Welcome in, you're listening to episode 64 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as...
1: Chronological Catastrophic Partnerships.
0: Indeed. Indubitably. Alright, this week on the pod we are covering the 2000... It's just weird like a year to say. Mm-hmm. 2000. The year 2000's film, <laughs> High Fidelity, based on the book by Nick Hornby... Of the same name, um, the director of High Fidelity is Stephen Frears. I tried to look up other stuff he's directed; had not really heard of it. Um, distributed by Buena Vista, and the budget for this was thirty million. Made back forty-seven point one million at box office. Hmm. Um, just a little bit of other background. Our Big name actors are John and Joan Cusack. Cusack, Cusack. Sorry. They got both of them. Jack Black. Jack Black, Lisa Bonet, Catherine Zeta-Jones. All right, so those are your big names for the most part. Oh, also Tim Robbins plays like a yeah, I don't a know minor who that role. Is. He's in Shawshank Redemption, Bull Durham, among other things. That's what I know him from mainly. Um, but he's a pretty big name actor, I feel like.
1: Oh, that one girl. Um, that Sarah one girl. Gilbert.
0: Oh. You mean Darlene from Roseanne.
1: Sure i have never seen Roseanne, so I don't know.
0: So what do you know her from?
1: Big Bang Theory.
0: Who does she play?
1: Leonard's girlfriend slash enemy.
0: Doesn't have a name? Or not a main character?
1: Oh, no, she's not a main character. Okay, gotcha. She had, like...
0: A few episodes. Gotcha. Alright, so... Are you ready to jump into the movie? Let's do it. Alright, I've written down a brief plot summary. Let's hear it. Well, Let's uh, keep in mind that I have read the book. Kathy got about... 50 pages in. If that. And did not like it because... We all know why... Kathy doesn't like unlikable protagonist.
1: It's not just that. You you could ask me why I didn't like it if you want.
0: Why did you not like it? The book. We'll get into the movie in, in a sec.
1: It didn't seem like a book that I would like because it felt like this guy was just feeling sorry for himself even though he listed like all the people that he's been in relationships with so like, why is he feeling sorry for himself? And he owns his own record store. That's cool. He has no reason to feel sad.
0: Okay. Um, so let's get into the movie and I guess we can get back to the book differences and stuff like that later on as well. Sorry for bringing that up a little early. You ready? Yeah. All right. So I wrote down this like one or two sentence plot summary here. We have our protagonist, Rob, is a perpetual dater and consistently ending relationships due to his own inadequacies. We start the film with Laura and Rob breaking up, and Rob spends the rest of the movie pining over her and trying to figure out what went wrong.
1: That was really good. Thank you.
0: I feel like I could write, like, the like back of the yeah. box. <laughs> back of the book. Uh, yeah. yeah. Summary or whatever. Inner sleeve Synopsis. summary. Synopsis. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I'm impressed. Without giving away a lot an- of big words, Thank too. Thank
0: you. And I didn't stumble over them at all as I was saying inadequacies. <laughs> oh, no, you killed it. No, I definitely did. But anyways... Uh, um I think you killed it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, without spoiling too much there. We we may get into some spoilers, but I don't know if we need to. movie is
1: 20 years old, though. Yeah.
0: So, like, if you haven't seen it at this point, it's not a big deal if we spoil it, right? Is that yeah. what you're trying to say?
1: Okay. Well, I don't even think there's much to spoil. Yeah, that's so what, what I was going to say. There's not a lot say. of plot. Yeah. There's
0: not, like, like we've talked about in the past with Parasite and stuff like that, like Big Twist or anything like that. It's Yeah. It's a, would you call it a rom-com? A romantic comedy? Hmm. She's turning her head. I'm going to say no. No? What what category if you had to put this under something? Indie film?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think it's a rom-com because I didn't really laugh. Uh. It
0: wasn't
1: that funny. Or romantic. I mean, it starts with them breaking up.
0: Yeah, it's like a dark romantic comedy. Comedy.
1: Dark comedy,
0: maybe. Yeah, that's that's a good category. Thank you for that. All right. Let's, uh, I know Kathy's been quiet these first five minutes here, but trust me, she has a lot to say. She has four pages of notes written here. I'm going to let her take it away. Go All ahead. Right. Go in.
1: So, in the f- few short pages that I read of this book, I was curious how they were going to, like, add in these lists to the movie, Mm -hmm. like how that was going to go. I think they did that really poorly.
0: Really? Yeah. You don't like the fourth wall breaking? I hate
1: the fourth wall breaking. I'm very against that. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, but the office and Parks and Rec. That's That's, different. That's
0: not fourth wall breaking. Because those people are in a documentary and they know they're being filmed. Whereas this is like supposed to be like people don't know a camera's there, you know?
1: Okay, so then... Okay, so yeah, I stand by it. Then no, you don't do not question like myself. Fourth, yeah,
0: you don't like fourth wall breaking.
1: No, I. It's I think there's a
0: place for it, especially
1: but. because this was like so like probably fifty percent of this movie, maybe even more, is him just talking to the camera.
0: Fifty percent is a large number, but it is a lot of it. Which it's yeah, a lot. I feel like, um. Not trying to like to talk down on the movie too much, but I feel like that's like almost the easy way out when you're doing like an adaptation of a first person book. Like, yeah. let's just have them like in the book, they talk directly to the reader, <laughs> let's just have them talk directly to the camera. Like, right, that's like not but that the doesn't same always work. Thing, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I think that like if I were to improve this movie, I'd have the list be a not as many or. B, they do this a little bit. How like how about you? Barry... Just list
0: it in your top five uh, <laughs> reasons. <laughs> top five reasons this movie should not have broke the fourth wall.
1: Okay, one. Well, I don't know like the ranking of it, but like just go with the one. Bit. Just one. one. Yep. I think they should have instead done like a little bit what they did do in some scenes where like Jack Black or the bald guy. W- I don't know what his real name was.
0: Dick was the character's name. I'm not Oh, you're say saying that. the actor's name. Yeah. I feel like terrible... I've seen him in something else, but...
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to call him Richard. Richard and Barry. There you go. Um, like, they'll ask him, like, what is your top five?
0: And these were, since I didn't really go into, like, a whole lot of detail on that, um, these are his co-workers at the record store that he owns.
1: Yeah. Champion's Vinyl?
0: Champion Vinyl. Yep.
1: Why is it? I I don't know why he calls it that. It's strange. Okay. Do you know? Did it go into that?
0: What's wrong with the name? It just
1: doesn't. It's not like punny at all.
0: <laughs> why does it have to be punny? Because that's what also fun. keep in mind that that is the name of the book. And the in the book it takes place in London. So like if it sounds kind of weird like Champion Vinyl, like maybe it means something different over there. Type of thing. Oh, Okay. Like, just didn't translate. You know, like maybe. I'm not aware, I've never been to Britain, but maybe like champion means like kind of translates differently to American mm. English versus British English type thing. Just a thought. Anyways, continue. What what Do they about have like Richard a and the League of Soccer?
1: What? Called Champion? Is that a uh, league? Uh
0: the Premier League. Oh
1: no, nope. see even then okay. <laughs> I
0: think there is a Champions League, but a, that's like all over Europe, I think, and like all the top teams from Europe play each other. Yeah. So maybe something like that. Anyways, mm-hmm. about Richard and...
1: Um, okay, Barry, how they... They'll, about. like, directly ask him, like, what's your top ten favorite, whatever. So, like, that is okay. I'm
0: saying they should have done that. More. That
1: was okay. Mm-hmm. I was okay with that. Or when... Or when um, Laura, the ex-girlfriend slash girlfriend slash who knows, um, when she, like, reads one of his top fives. do Don't yeah. be wrong?
0: No. Okay. Continue talking. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, that's fine. Or, another way they could have done it is, like, they could flash it up on the screen. <laughs> or put it at the bottom. Like, sometimes they'll just, like, write something. But, like, there's the movie's still going on. Just flash have it
0: up on the screen. Like, a, sure the screen
1: could go black and they could show the list. Or they could just put it, like, in white on the bottom.
0: I'm not loving these ideas.
1: These are... Well, I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm sure they were presented. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like when they were talking about this movie. How can
0: we do these top fives? All right, we got breaking fourth wall. We got black screen white text. We got.
1: No, no, no. The white text and the black screen are different things. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. The white text is like the ESPN like scroll at the bottom like scrolling the scores. <laughs> like <laughs> no, number 1. No. It's
1: in like like somebody's handwriting and it says number 1 and it says like the first thing and then they like talk a little bit and are then Are you saying kind of later... like
0: in a more modern version like when shows have people texting and they like pop up the little text like on the screen like that type of thing? Mm, I'm
1: saying at the bottom specifically. Okay. <laughs> i don't know okay it's just an idea all right i d- i d- did not need to be talked to i wanted to watch the i wanted to watch the film i wanted to see what happened for myself i didn't need him explaining it and i'm fine with flashback. flashbacks are fun mm-hmm. but i don't need him explaining especially the flashback. when
0: we have another cameo drake bell drake bell plays young rob
1: and then john cusack portrays all the other versions of him when, I don't know how, it just puts them in, like, bad wigs. Yeah. That's the I think only difference.
0: If I remember right, like, the second, the first relationship, he was, like, 12 or something. The second relationship, he's, like, in high school, like, 15 or 16. And John yeah. Cusack, who's, I don't know how old was he when this movie came out, in his 30s at least, right? Yeah, probably. Because that's, I think Rob is, like, in his early 30s when, in the book, so, mm. like, and he's playing this 15-year-old. Yeah, this, that like, did... dumb haircut or yeah. wig. Yeah, nah. That was a uh, weird choice. Actually,
1: John Cusack does have a youthful look to him.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of a baby face. not a
0: bad-looking guy.
1: No. No, he's not. But I found him really annoying in this movie. But you know who was actually more annoying?
0: <laughs> did you find John Cusack annoying or the character annoying? Because I thought, having read the entire book... That John Cusack did a pretty good job of portraying Rob from the book. Mm, okay, like, well that's, that's something I that's can't. That's the character. I would yeah, say. I can't. Well, I mean, even you said like you stopped reading because you didn't like the character. So wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, kind the of characters. agree in that sense. Although Jack Black's character Barry was a freaking bully and just Jack annoying. Jack Black was
0: in full Jack Black. Showed his Black freaking mode.
1: butt crack. I did not need to see that. What did that add to the movie? Nothing.
0: Except permanently
1: one. scarring me. Wow,
0: that's so rude to Jack Black. He's a treasure. Is he? You don't like Jack Black?
1: I think he's good in School of Rock. No, <sighs> oh, please get oh, into man. it. Tell me what I'm missing out on.
0: No, I will give you Jack Black is definitely like typecast and plays like mainly the same character in every movie. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like I like Jack Black in most of the movies he's in.
1: I guess he... No, he... No, that's Mike Myers. I was going to say he was a good Shrek. I thought
0: you were going to say Austin Powers.
1: That's not him either, is it? No, that's Mike Myers as well. (laughs) Yeah. Mike Myers and Jack Black kind of look alike. Mm. I feel like if you're going to confuse him for someone, it would be Mike Myers.
0: Okay. Anyways. I'm just saying.
1: Okay, so the fourth wall... Not a fan.
0: All right, moving on from did, fourth wall. I'm well, not a
1: did, fan. Oh, okay.
0: No, no. I, sorry, if you want to let me speak. Thank you. Um, I I agree. I feel like they could have done something different, or at least done it less. Um, because that's that's how you get it in the book, but it's like it's a book, so how else are they supposed to explain it? to you want oh, to first I'm, person? Yeah, have I'm fine with lists in a book. But yeah, when, and yeah, it wasn't just the list that they broke the fourth wall for. It was everything. A lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, I guess if you're just doing the list, maybe I could Yeah, see just it.
0: breaking it when he does the list. Like, when he does the top five breakups, when he does, like, the top five things I miss about lore or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, a little overdone. Speaking of overdone. The rain. The rain trope.
1: God, who needs it?
0: Like, once is okay, but they did it like three it. or four times in this movie. I
1: can, yeah, I can remember at least three times they did it.
0: Um... And then I will give them the last one. Towards the end of the movie, um, he runs away. Spoilers: Laura's mom or Laura's father dies, and they go to their funeral. Um, and then he leaves, and he's like sitting in the rain and hiding in a flower bed in the rain. That is in the book, so fine. But I don't recall any of the other. It's <laughs> him just in like rain.
1: deciding it, it's raining out. I gotta I'm go gonna, to
0: payphone. I
1: gotta go. Yeah, what was that? Although it did give me an aside of, like, I would be curious to know, like, the st- the first year payphones began, and then when they, like, became irrelevant. I feel like mm-hmm. you see them, like, a lot in, like, 80s movies. I mean, you
0: don't remember payphones when you were younger? I don't yeah. think they were that relevant. Have you ever used a payphone? No. Wow.
1: When I have you so used old. the payphone? Well, you're a year older than me. <laughs> when have you used a payphone?
0: A year and a half. <laughs>
1: Are you serious right now? How old are you? Twenty-seven, I'm five and a half. <laughs> um,
0: twenty-seven.
1: And I'm twenty-six, so that's one year. Anyway,
0: what was your question? Have I used a payphone?
1: Yeah, apparently you have. You have like extensive payphone experience. No, I didn't say that, but I've used a payphone. How
0: and old were whenever you? Whenever we were at Best Buy, I would always do. Cause do you remember those commercials with? Uh, carrot top no it's like 1-800 call att so whenever we went to the best buy i told you about this probably on the um serial podcast we did because they always talk about the payphone in best mm-hmm, buy mm-hmm. there's payphones like in the front of the best buy i think i do remember yeah. you talking about. and Throw i would always <laughs> be like 1-800 call and then i would like talk to you and like, but then i'd be like oh you gotta put money in and i'd hang up <laughs> i don't know if i ever actually made a call so i know i Stretch the truth a little bit and saying that, but
1: they were not relevant. Like,
0: but anyways,
1: maybe like or like
0: two thousands. I feel like they were still a thing. Yeah, because le- not everybody had a cell phone yet. Were not a thing, but I feel like most people probably did by two thousand. Yeah, because two thousand seven is when the iPhone came out, and people had cell phones well before that.
1: Yeah, they were like not. Very when good was good. your first cell phone? We going go on eighth grade.
0: Thing. So what year? 2008.
1: Wow, really? 2007, 2008. When did you get yours? I remember uh, it being a think, very big
0: deal. I think mine was 7th grade. You <laughs> you remembered the year so quick, and I'm like trying to think of the year.
1: Because my grades match up of the years.
0: Oh. Wow. Well, bully for you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I was just a year behind you, right? So 2005, 2006 probably, something like that.
1: That's when I was in 5th grade.
0: So I got it in sixth or seventh grade. So 2006, 2006 or 2007. I'm sorry. Oh, okay,
1: whatever doesn't matter. I mean it matters, but like I'm sorry for ribbing you about the year. Doesn't matter. Okay. Can we get into like how ridiculous Rob is as a person? Sure. That's fair to say. No, you're
0: you're absolutely right. I I do not disagree that Rob is a an unlikable protagonist. But that doesn't bother He definitely has his foibles.
1: Ooh. Foibles. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm going to need a moment. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So he insults women's underwear.
0: (laughs) So that's your first go to? That's my first go to.
1: I don't understand. Are all of men's underwear like nice and frilly?
0: I think the character of Rob is supposed to be, like, portraying, like, all these
1: fantasies
0: fantasies and stereotypes of, like, what a woman is in, like, movies and television and on the internet, you know?
1: So he's just constantly disappointed.
0: Exactly. What a great guy. I'm not saying he's (laughs) a great guy. I know!
1: Okay. Well, that annoyed me. Okay. Something that not just Rob did, but, like, a lot of people this movie did, especially, like, Barry, Rob's mom, randomly. Like, Okay. Uh, Liz, I don't remember if Laura did it maybe like once. There's so much yelling. Everyone is yelling at each other. No, we just came out of
0: Uncut Gems. You can't say there's so much yelling in this movie. There was like a few people... I disagree. There's more yelling in this than Uncut Gems? Do we need to go back and watch?
1: No, please don't make me do it.
0: Because you are speaking hyperbolously. I don't know if that's a word. I should have stopped while I was at
1: <laughs> Okay. But, like, they do yell a lot and I don't understand why. Like, but, you know what something, like, this is very of the time because when I go back and watch, like, one of my early 2000s television shows that I liked at the time for some reason. Gilmore Girls. Not Gilmore Girls. That was yeah. a perfect show. How dare you?
0: <laughs> no, right. yeah, I just heard you saying early two thousands television shows that you like liked. Drake and
1: Josh movie. or like the. That's Amanda's... like a kid
0: show though. That's different because the kid shows like to a child. It's funny to hear this person like yell stupid stuff that they're not supposed to say.
1: Uh okay.
0: I I'm sorry. I'm not trying to shut you down. I'm just.
1: Hmm. Okay. You think it's just like that's what kids find funny, is yelling.
0: Cause not when, the only thing they find. When funny, I go back
1: and watch that, I'm like, oh my god, how did I just, like... This is not calming at all. Everyone is just yelling at each other.
0: I'm glad you finally see that Drake and Josh is not this great show. Is that what you're saying? I'm I'm getting a look now that is that's not what you're saying.
1: It's not just Drake and Josh. That was just one example.
0: Anyways, how did we get off on this tangent? Let's stick no, to the movie.
1: I am! They yell a lot in this movie! Okay, another thing.
0: I will disagree with that one. I agreed with the first one on the fourth wall breaking. I don't think they yell that much. All
1: right. How about and this? And I agreed with How Rob not being that likable. Rob blames all his problems on
0: women. Ex- you're exactly right.
1: And it is sexist and annoying that yep. he does that. Yep. Okay.
0: No He's just here?
1: a bitter man who thinks that yeah, like all these women yeah he needs to look
0: within and see what his problems are he thinks all of the problems are caused by these women in his life when really it's himself like not opening up and being true to himself and speaking his honest opinions like he admits like when he was dating i believe Charlie maybe um like to like pretending to be this guy so he can get her basically mm-hmm. or no it was when I'm sorry, somebody, he's talking about he puts on this, I think it might be when he hooks up with the musician Maria DeSalle, talks about putting on this like being a sensitive guy mm-hmm. and that's not really who he is just to hook up with her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, I don't g- disagree. Rob is not a likable character. But, no, but no, I no. think the, the point of the story more is like I don't know, to show this of like of the time but still exist for sure like these guys who have this image in their mind of this perfect woman and then like it's always somebody else's fault it's never my fault and i shouldn't change like yes Can
1: i say something though you say that but then like when he's calling all these women or like talking to their mom or whatever he's like oh no actually that wasn't my fault like that's that's what he says like oh no i
0: agree yeah and he's wrong oh okay
1: What? So he's supposed supposed to discover that, but you're saying he doesn't discover that he's wrong about all these relationships? Or that it was really him?
0: Yeah. What do you mean?
1: Okay, I thought you were saying he...
0: Do you think I'm defending Rob and saying he's a good person? No,
1: I don't think that. I just... I was... I don't know if he fully realizes that it's his fault. I
0: don't think he does. He sort of gets to that conclusion at the end. Was the Bosch proposal? I know you're rolling your... Sorry for the <laughs> mic. I didn't roll my eyes. No, during it, when he oh. does the proposal and stuff. Oh, and you're like, oh God, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, he's sort of realizing, like, I should be happy where I'm at. Like, I shouldn't, like, every time some girl talks to me, be like, oh, my God, I get to steal it. I have this feeling in my stomach that, like... Well, wow, I could be with this person, and I don't realize and like romanticize, and right. romanticize, it, Yeah, and I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's just a guy thing. Maybe you don't go through this, but like somebody talk like, especially before I was dating, um, like some girl like just talks to you and then like romanticize this entire oh, no, relationship I, no, that like I, I, no, like, oh yeah, it's gonna be sad. and then yeah, you don't think about like especially I think that's when a you human have somebody else thing. like you should appreciate them and not just. Think about like the the flaws or like a few things that get on your nerves about them. Yeah, because and I if think you he starts them, to things that don't matter. Exactly. But
1: then, okay, and this is a spoiler, but we said eh, to the heck with spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Um, it was inferring that they broke that they break up at the end. Why was it? Because he was making a a breakup playlist for um no he, Laura.
0: no he was making her a mixtape with songs that she would like and this wasn't really explained as much in the movie as it was in the mm-hmm. book he had he like and they kind of talk about it when he's making that mixtape for the reporter he meets mm-hmm. um he like does this like every time he starts a relationship and will make the girls he dates mixtapes throughout his relationship so as we briefly mentioned, Rob owns a record store and music. We talked about it. We briefly mentioned <laughs> music is a big part of his life. So yeah. he makes these mixtapes, but he always uses like music that's personal to him. Mm-hmm. Whereas at the end, he's like, maybe I should make this mixtape of songs Laura would like.
1: Oh, I thought he was making like her the Stevie break Wonder, Wonder up. and stuff. I think something about breaking up.
0: No, mm-hmm. it was meant to be like I'm willing to compromise and say like, and in the book. They're, like, driving, and he would always, like, switch off her records and put on his own, or cassettes or CDs or whatever, like, while they're driving, um, and put on his own. But then they're driving, like, you can listen to yours, and, like, it's showing him growing and allowing her to have her things, and not everything needs to be.
1: Mm, maybe the movie should have done a better
0: job of that. Yeah. that That is a, a thing they could have done a better job with, I think. Okay. I'll but talk... that was not a breakup. Uh, okay. Though. So, tape.
1: I'll stop ratting on um, Rob because we can move on. <laughs> Alright, so, how about something fun and lighthearted? I love that? it. Okay, so, and I'm not insulting because these people our characters are characters and not real, okay? I'm just prefacing that.
0: Okay. So I, I don't, don't want to come across as, like, this huge defender of this movie. I have my qualms with it as well. I'm just trying to, like, give some background information from the book. No, but I guess helpful. I we should judge it it's more helpful. on the movie because that's no, what we're judging.
1: No. On. No, you can't. There's a great saying, you can't judge a book by its movie. (laughs) Good one. All right. Laura, what's of her bangs? I don't understand. They are terrible.
0: Okay. There's an interesting uh, actress choice for Laura as well. I've never seen this woman or heard of her. Yeah. I feel like they would have went with. I actually
1: liked Richard. I thought he was a, way more likable than Rob or Barry. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know more about him and his relationship with Anna and just, like, him as a person. He seemed to know a lot about music, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. What was of Jack Black's weird goatee? The,
0: that I feel like that, that was of the times as well. The little, like, it wasn't a goatee. Oh. It was a soul patch.
1: So I was, like, trying to figure out what that's called. What's a the goatee then? Oh, down here? Yeah, on goatee's chin? on the chin. Okay. Soul
0: patch is just under the lip.
1: Okay, um,
0: yeah, it's a look. Is
1: it Lisa Bonet or Benny?
0: I think it's Bonet.
1: Okay, well, we did, did we mention that she's Zoe Kravitz's mom? Um, Zoe Kravitz. I don't think we've mentioned
0: it on this podcast, but okay. yes, that is the case.
1: Okay, I didn't realize that, but like now I'm like, duh, they look ex- like freaking twins. Yeah. She Zoe Kravitz is in the new High Fidelity show.
0: Yeah, and she plays Rob. So confusing. Her name is Robin, I think they said. We Robin? We have watched that. Oh my god.
1: I don't know if I can't... What woman would go through this, though?
0: That, I'm... Like, after watching the movie, I was like, I don't know, I think I want to watch it now. Like, the show. But then I was also like, I'm curious what they, like, change. Because, yeah, like, you said... Who would be You wouldn't think it would... You know, it's a lot of male stereotypes was what Rob is, so it's like, yeah. how would you do that with a woman? But it's also like... And
1: Zoe Kravitz is so cool it. that it's like, no way she she's stooped to his <laughs> Alright,
0: John Cusack seemed pretty...
1: Cusack! It's Cusack! What am I saying? Cusack!
0: Cusack?
1: Yes! Se- Cusack! Seemed
0: pretty cool in this movie. Mm. Yeah. I mean, again... Not a likeable guy.
1: I didn't realize that Joan Cusack and John Cusack, I should have put those two together, but maybe I just didn't know her name. But she's been in a lot of stuff. I'm like, oh, they're related? That's weird. Okay, almost done. Ian, Tim Robbins as you referred to him. What is his hair? What is he supposed to be like this omega hottie? No, no, no. John Cusack is way hotter than him. No, I don't
0: think that's supposed to be. I think he's supposed to be some like hippy, dippy, spiritual guy.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't cute. Like, oh, I just, I would have, that That was bad casting.
0: Uh, I will no? Agree. no, 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 no. I am oh. agreeing with you. Because in the book, I don't remember anything about, and maybe I'm just, because he wasn't in the book a lot, the Ian guy. It was just kind of like, she's with Ian, the guy from upstairs, Oh uh. But I didn't imagine him being like a hippy dippy guy. But mm. maybe that was in the book and I'm just misremembering.
1: Okay. Best guest appearance, though.
0: Bruce! Oh, yeah. Bruce.
1: The boss, Springsteen, Rob, was in this movie. Bob
0: is having like a little like daydream, like about wanting Bruce. to talk to, like, what would Bruce Springsteen think? And then Bruce Springsteen's in it.
1: Is there! <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> I
0: liked that. Okay. Yeah, I did not see that coming.
1: So, like, this Laura girl. Let's talk about her. Because when she says, like, you should change yourself, like that's not the direct quote i should have written it in real time
0: i think she essentially says you're upset because i've changed and you haven't changed right right. and it's like your
1: personality that needs to change and all this stuff then she just like goes back on that and like goes back to him
0: well she kind of like gets him like out of his funk to like because she says before you used to talk about the future now you don't even talk about the future and she kind of got him out and like He starts the record label and goes and does the DJ stuff again that he used to do when they first met.
1: I guess I just don't... I don't see, like, what they have... What their connection is. What their thing is. Because, and this is probably my biggest qualm with the movie slash maybe book, because it probably did that in the book too, was Mm -hmm. this is all about the after instead of the before or the during. Like
0: what happened before their breakup? Like what caused it? Right, It's,
1: it's like... It's kind of doing, like, the 500 Days of Summer thing, but then it doesn't do that, because I, I know 500 Days of Summer was after I'm, this movie, but, like, how that movie then goes back in time, and you get to understand, like, how their relationship began, like, how they... I guess it does it a little bit. Like, you see them... Yeah, it mean, shows
0: them they met it when he was DJing. I
1: still don't get what she sees in him, though. Like...
0: I think they're both into music, is she? I think so. Just, like, different kind of music, like, Art, Gunf- Art Garfunkel and Marvin Gaye.
1: Okay. I don't know. I guess I just wanted to know, like, what their re- relationship was like when it was supposedly good. Yeah. And I don't... I mean... I don't
0: think that's what this book slash movie is about, though, you know? It's about...
1: Maybe it's I'm not about watch. the
0: happy times. Like you said, it's a dark comedy.
1: I just wanted to know like what was so great about this relationship that this is the one that he's like I'm gonna stick it out and
0: I think he was finally realizing at his age and how many relationships he's been in that like maybe it's not like we said kind of changing a little bit maybe it's not uh, all the other people's fault and maybe I do need to reassess my how I treat women and think about women. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit.
1: <laughs> so then, okay. What do women see in this terrible guy? I kind of answered that for myself later. You said on. John
0: Cusack. Cusack is cute. Is that what it was? Is, it, is better no. looking than Tim Robbins?
1: <laughs> he is. I stand by that. It just I'll seems show like you his a, strategy. A, a cleaned
0: up picture of Tim Robbins, then you can decide.
1: Okay, without the ponytail? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It sounds, or it seems like his strategy is just to, like, find these women who, like, are just getting over a relationship or just broke up with someone, and then they're just too tired to, like, not just give the, um, Rob a chance. And so, like, that's his strategy. He just swoops in, and and that's how he gets all these relationships. It's not that he's, like, this amazing person or something. Think what so? do you think? Or, that's my answer to what do men or women see in this terrible guy? What do you think they see?
0: Uh, I wasn't really prepared for this question. I guess. Okay. Um.
1: All right. So. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I, no, I can try to answer it. I I just need a second because I wasn't really prepared for that question. What do you, What do I think women see in him? Yeah. Well... I don't know. I think it's also probably he was talking about... I don't know, maybe I'm reading between the lines on this, but, like, that initial lust factor, you know? Like, when mm-hmm. he's making the mixtape for the, the reporter, like, I think initially he... And with um, Maria de Sal Lisa Bonet's character, of putting up this fake persona, almost, mm-hmm. to get the women, mm-hmm. and then kind of eventually reverts back to... Oh, okay, so... And to an extent, I think... Everybody does this—not maybe a fake, but like tries to like put on their, their best. best
1: self. <laughs>
0: exactly. When you first start dating someone, and then yeah. eventually you come back down to the median. Yeah. But you know, it's about putting in that effort and trying to be your best self even later on, and like doing little things.
1: Right, but it doesn't sound like he's doing that. It exactly. Sounds like... That's
0: why he keeps losing these women.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's more not than putting he's in just... the effort. Well, that and. It's not that he's presenting his best self, it's that he's presenting what he thinks the women want.
0: Exact. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So. Good point on that one. That's a five worthy. Uh, better five.
1: Okay. All right. I have a comment about something that actually happened in the plot. Would you like to hear it?
0: I would love to hear it.
1: Okay. So, a little background, um, Rob just uh, meets these two guys, these Young men, Vince and Justin,
0: the skateboarders.
1: He finds out that they have a band called Kinky Wizards, and he (laughs) thinks they're like good. I'm like, no, they're not. Okay, um, (laughs) but then like he has this, he like does a little like EP with them or something, and like Uh he has the like record release party. Why didn't he have them perform at their release party? (laughs) Yeah, that is. Instead, the uh, Jackbox Barry he performs of his band, who, like, I guess turns out to be better than they thought. Um, like, oh, maybe Barry is so, just, like, putting on a show, you know, but that's a whole other thing. Um, yeah, like, why does he perform?
0: Why didn't he do a record with him, then? Like, it's just so strange. So, I'll, I'll take a second to yeah. jump yeah. to the book differences here. Mm-hmm. So, in the book, those skaters don't exist. What? Rob does not start a record label. What? The party does happen. Oh, Rob yeah. gets back into DJing. Mm. That's his like career path. Because you know mm. when um, Laura finds the list of like your five careers. Yeah. So, so that leads to the record thing. But in the book it leads to him going back to being a DJ. And she sets up this party. And then she gets Barry's band to play. So I think maybe mm. that's why they kept it in there. Because that part's in the book. But yeah, it does make it a weird thing. <laughs> like if it's their... They can't at least go up and perform, like, one yeah. song? Like, it's their record Dude, release.
1: That's just mean. I mean, they look like they're having an okay time, but they're, like, stealing stuff in the back. Yeah, that is,
0: that is a good uh, observation.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Any other? Yeah, I have other things. Okay. Um, so. Oh, that one. Okay. Should we do, like... I know we usually do top tens and like spend a lot of time on them, but should we talk about a top five since we watched this movie? And he a goes, top
0: five what? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good point, but probably should have been brought up beforehand, unless you want me to pause it and think of some top fives. It's what are fine. You How about instead
1: do? of a top five, you can just tell me, since we, we've we been going around this country before pre-corona... Um, and checking out different record stores. Maybe you um, could tell me some record stores that you have liked on your travels.
0: Okay. It doesn't have to that, be No, five. that's a good one. I, if I can think of five.
1: I said it doesn't have no, to No, 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 no,
0: no. You I'm, want it to be. Yeah, okay. I want it to be. So I got number one, easy. Grimies in Nashville.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. Oh, that was, with,
0: with the painting on the outside of John Prime too. Yeah. R.I.P. to John Prime. Why didn't we... We'll get to Can it later. To post mm. Mm. Oh, post the picture. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would say that's number one. Number two? See, I haven't been to a ton of record stores. Can I, I think, get five?
1: I think the one in Lawrence.
0: Ooh, good good call. Soundgarden. It's really cool. Not sound garden. Love garden? Something garden. I'll look it up. Not right now. Okay, not right now. But the one and Lawrence on Mass Street, I believe it is Love Garden. Um, yeah, that's a very good one. They have mm-hmm. a cat mm-hmm. and a lot of good used records. Like,
1: are they the one that does like the cool drawings of the artists on their? little... Yes,
0: on yeah, little I dividers. like that. Yeah, that's Did really you cool.
1: see at Rob's record store that it was like sloppy, <laughs> sloppily written and it was not cute? I mean,
0: it fits Rob's personality though. All right, number three. I'll, I'll go uh, Mills Records in um, Westport, Kansas yeah. City I like
1: that one too it's nice and big
0: Yeah, um, it's right right uh, in Westport and it's got a ton of stuff, they have a cute dog but don't pet it during coronavirus because it'll get scolded like Kathy did like a month and a half ago or something
1: oh, I was thinking of the one in Crossroads
0: I was going to do that one next Josie's Shows yeah. these records in Kansas I City like as well at the one. Crossroads. They have a really big That's selection as big well. One. Yeah, no, they're both pretty big. I'd say I don't know which one's bigger, but they also have like a little stage there and do shows. I think Mills yeah. Records does too, but I yeah. haven't seen shows at either of them. But yeah. yeah, And they have like a lot of good like used equipment too, which is cool. Like record players you can buy. Um, and then fifth, I'll go with the uh, the hometown one, the current hometown one, um, since we live in Wichita. Spectrum Music. I've gotten quite a few It's a smaller record shop But they got They have some cool stuff
1: Yeah I mean The one down the in Delano. Yeah. finds Yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: There, We did it Top five
1: I like the one in St. Louis too
0: The one in St. Louis It was like huge Remind me
1: It was on that You know that Del
0: Mar Loop Yeah Oh uh, yeah that was a pretty cool one I don't remember what it was called But the record store in Del Mar Loop Yeah that was a very big one That was yeah. like a warehouse size yeah. basically Yeah Yeah that was a good good little bit you did that. Oh my Thank gosh. You. I'm like, surprised we came up with them. I was you know, a little nervous. I'm like, I haven't been to that many record stores.
1: It's almost like I put thought into this or something. But let's, let's not go crazy. Probably not.
0: Okay. Just kidding.
1: Okay, this is going to seem like a random question, but it relates. I'll tell you the thought. It relates to the movie. Okay. Okay. Do you think you look like your family? Like your parents? Because you I know how... I think so. Like,
0: I, I definitely can see myself in like Hear myself sounding like my dad, yeah. and I definitely feel like I have like my mom's nose. Okay. What about you?
1: <laughs> I think you look like your your parents. Yeah. I don't think I look like anyone.
0: You don't parents. think so? No. I feel like you have some features of your dad, like your eyes or something like that. Like looks kind of like your dad. He has really
1: small eyes. I feel like you have smaller eyes. I don't think so. I don't think I look like my parents, and I'm a little concerned. What? I don't think I look like them.
0: Oh my god! I don't. I don't think I
1: look like Leslie either. I agree Nobody that thinks that
0: you riding. and Leslie don't look that much alike. But I think you look like your parents. I don't think I do. Okay, if you look like pictures of your mom when she was younger, I feel like you guys look pretty similar.
1: Really. Maybe it's just because- like,
0: What does this have to do with High Fidelity?
1: I will tell you. Yeah. Good question. Okay, Zoe Kravitz looks a lot like her mom. <laughs>
0: that does not have to do with the movie. Yes, it
1: does!
0: That is an actress <laughs> in the movie. All
1: right. Well, it made me think of it. It's something that I come back to time and time again.
0: Okay. I'm glad we could pose this question.
1: Okay. All right. My last thing is just the final thoughts. So yeah, take I, it away.
0: I will. Before I move into the final thoughts, I want to just note some little differences I had in any other notes that I have that you haven't touched on.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Let me see quickly if I have any other notes you haven't touched on.
1: You gotta do the star technique, listeners yeah. at home. When I'm watching a movie and there's things like I have some notes not worth mentioning. Some. Are very much worth mentioning, so I star them.
0: Hmm. I don't so take a I note, not enough notes for that to be a problem, but thank you for talking while I looked. Did you find it? Uh, I didn't have anything in particular. I
1: okay. Then talk about the book slash movie differences, because that's something I can't bring
0: okay to the table. So, the book slash movie differences. Mm-hmm. One, a minor one, not a huge thing. Uh, this takes place in Chicago, or the I book. I think
1: that is a big deal.
0: Where the book takes place in London. Um, I'm assuming they did this because who they chose to cast were like mostly Americans and maybe they like wanted John Cusack I for it, and s- then they built it like around that. What? Cusack.
1: <laughs> Not Cusack. Cusack. Alright, this is going to be the pod-
0: <laughs> podcast title. Cusack or Cusack?
1: I just can't believe you don't know how to say his name. Okay, moving on.
0: Alright, so anyways, that is one difference. The other, um, like I said uh, earlier...
1: The garden scene.
0: No, that was the same. The skateboarders and Rob's career choice at the end to be a a record label. That does not happen. Okay. Three. Mm -hmm. At the end, after um, Laura finds Rob Mm -hmm. in the garden and then they go in the car, in the book, she does want to have sex with him, but he does He like says something and then they don't end up having sex, but they do
1: in the movie.
0: It is implied that they do in the movie. We don't like actually see it, but then it starts. But then they're like, yeah, and then they're like in different seats, I think, too. So like, yeah, obviously.
1: I think she was like, I don't want to drive anymore. Um, You already drove me so so good, and then she she says that. I'm just saying that's that could be implied, and so then he's like, fine, I'll drive.
0: And then the last thing is the the relationship with Marie. I mean, I know it's... Was his... it
1: more or less?
0: No, it's less, and he's, like, very, like, uh oh, why did I do that type of thing, like, after it happens. And, like, avoids her throughout the rest of the book, basically.
1: So he did have sex with he her. He
0: does have sex with her, but, so like... It's the
1: same thing. It's not a relationship in the movie.
0: I'm not... But I'm oh. saying, like... They're like fine with each other afterwards. Like in the book, from uh, what I remember, like he was he like
1: was mad that he did got that.
0: out of there and like
1: was the reporter lady in the book.
0: Was not all he built it up to be of you know like, oh I want to live with a musician mm-hmm. and he does get kind of fixated on. But then once they hook up, he's like, oh god, I don't want this. Yeah. Whatever. Like um, it. the reporter was in the book, yes. Hmm. Um, okay. she seems
1: more his speed, I I was like, maybe this is the girl that you should be with. I didn't think Laura's that great. But I didn't think Rob was that great either, so I was like, you know, maybe these two deserve each other.
0: Anyways, uh, that's all I had for differences, I think, mainly. Those are the big ones that stuck out to me that I could remember.
1: Alright, should we move on to final thoughts? Let's do it. In our rankings.
0: are your final thoughts?
1: Final thoughts. This is such a dude movie. And so maybe that's just that. why I can't get into it. The humor was not there for me. It's just not for me. That doesn't mean that it's terrible. It's just not for me. So would I recommend this to a girl? Probably not. Would I recommend it to a boy? Maybe. <laughs> a boy who likes mu- music.
0: Hey, that's me. Yeah. I'm a boy who hey, likes... Hey, you
1: should watch High Fidelity.
0: I'm a boy who likes music. So therefore... has not had the same life as Rob, but... Um, not at all. No, not at all. But like <laughs> his thoughts, I've had, you know, like yeah. But I would like keep to keep them inside. I would like to think I've grown out of that phase of oh. my life, is what I was going mm. to say. Sorry. I feel like uh, Rob and kind of Dick and Barry, less so Dick or Richard, as you like to call him, <laughs> um, are like trapped in this adolescence, you know, stage mm-hmm. in their life when they're like in their thirties, which they should have grown out of by now.
1: But they just haven't for some yeah, reason.
0: And I would like to think I have. But I do like You're see an adult. I can relate to and like have had some thoughts similar to that type of stuff in my past and I'm like glad I'm past it and like realize my mistakes, like. But anyways, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it had its I I had my qualms with it, but maybe if I hadn't read the book I would have l- more qualms or less qualms. I don't know. Yeah.
1: It's, I mean, sometimes I kind of like the whole, like, being able to compare it to the book, although sometimes I get a little too like, oh my god, if it's yeah. too close.
0: I think they did a, a good job. They changed a few things, but I overall, I think John Cusack did a very good job of, what I, of portraying what I've, like, had in my mind of Rob, like, what he acted like and okay. what he would be like. So that was good. Yeah. Good job. All right, so... That being said, should we move on to our rankings? Yes. All mm-hmm. right, so the current rankings are Parasite number one, Days and, and Confuse number, number two, two, and Uncut Gems number three. All right. Where are you slotting this in?
1: I'm slotting High Fidelity into number two.
0: I can't believe <laughs> I agree with you. Come on, we can do better than that. All right, so that was a, another easy one. Yep. Yeah. I figured these were just only going to get harder but some weeks will agree. So yeah. that's nice. So, the new rankings are <laughs> Parasite number 1, High Fidelity number 2, Dazed and Confused number 3, and Uncut Gems number 4. All right. So, should we move on to our next segment? Yes. All right, let's step into the book nook. Alright, so this week I read a book in like two days, because it was pretty short, and I enjoyed it. It was Kurt Vonnegut's A Man Without a Country. Okay. Um, this was written pretty late in his life, and it's not a, um, it's non-fiction, mm-hmm. and just sort of... Musings. Yeah, kind of like light essays, like like a central theme to each chapter type of thing um yeah i really enjoyed it like the first couple chapters i was like oh, i'm not so sure about this but then the rest of the book i really liked hmm. um so yeah i'd recommend it to anybody who's read any of vonnegut's stuff or what or has a uh, similar views as him i would say he definitely you can tell has some liberal uh views which i agree with um kurt vonnegut ahead of his time talking about health for all this was back in 2003 i want to say um, there's a lot of, um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like talk of like the Iraq, the Iraq and Iran and Middle East conflict in this cause war on terror, war on terror, quote unquote. Um, because this is shortly after that, and Vonnegut has a lot of qualms with that, and yeah. I agree with him for the most part, and I thought it was an interesting book, and now I am reading. <laughs> and a change of pace uh but
1: but both classic authors
0: i guess this is much more classic i the reason i went to this is because kurt vonnegut was a big mark twain fan like he mentioned him multiple times hmm. i think it was him what's and, the
1: book guy i'm really him, leaving me on the head him
0: and albert einstein i think were the two he was like these two were the be- no it was mark twain and abraham lincoln ah uh. Anyways, um, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain. Nice. <laughs> so For some reason, you much, haven't much, read that book before. Much to Kathy's chagrin, she's advising me multiple times, don't, you don't have to do this to yourself.
1: <laughs> it's like you're willingly reading these books from like I feel middle and high school. Like,
0: I should have read these classic books when I, I was know. at that age maybe and you would, was not assigned them.
1: All the honors kids read the books you wanted to be reading, maybe
0: should have pushed myself. Yeah. But then I probably wouldn't have read the books anyways. Well, if I would have pushed myself, I would have. Anyways, moving on to your book, Mac. All
1: right. I just finished... I mean, I've been reading, like, a lot, not to brag. <laughs> Nothing else to do. Um, okay. But one book that I chose, like, for myself, not work-related at all, is Little Earthquake, Earthquakes. It's by Jennifer Weiner, one of her earlier books. I think it was, like, her fourth book. Oh, okay, well. Um, Freaking amazing. Loved it. Female friendship. Nails it. <laughs> Just, on, like, so good at female friendship. I love books about female friendship. So it's about four women's experience with pregnancy and... Four
0: women? Mm-hmm. Is it from all their perspectives? Wow. You, these multiple... I gotta read one of these, because I don't Little think I have. everywhere. But I listened to that one. I didn't read it.
1: Okay. Honestly, it... I mean, you get, like, a lot more of a story. This this book would be a fourth of what it was. That's why they're so thick, because they have all these perspectives. <laughs> I think it adds a lot to the story. Four
0: people's stories.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so four women's experiences with pregnancy and um, marriage and babies and all that. And, like, there's always a character that reminds, is, like, kind of on the autobiographical side, like, little pieces of Jennifer Weiner in there. I mean, I can say that now because i read her memoir, so it's like, mm-hmm. I know her life story. I know, like, okay. Which, you know, write what you know. I'm not yeah. saying it's a bad thing. Like, it's set in Philadelphia. She's from Philadelphia. You know, I don't like, know. something I'm like
0: sure, that. I'm sure there's a saying about it out there somewhere, but I, I feel like every author, like, has to put a piece of themselves in it, usually, unless you're writing, like uh non fiction biographies or something, then you probably shouldn't put a piece of yourself in it. Like if you're writing about a historical figure or something. Yes, Kathy.
1: One of my favorite books into the wild is a um, biography of somebody else, but he but the John John Crowker <laughs> you say his name.
0: <laughs> I, I really like that book too. Okay. I'm, he I'm eating puts my words this yep.
1: his experience right. in it.
0: Words I of think it
1: always it always adds more. Like when authors do that. I was not knocking her for doing that. I'm just saying, like, that's cool. No,
0: I, I wasn't trying to say you were knocking her. Sorry.
1: But especially now that, like, I have one book of hers left, and then- I was going to ask like, you that. What's two the two or count? 3 ebooks left, and then I'll be done. So just one full book left? Yeah. Wow. The what is two, it? Um, I think it's called Guy Not Taken.
0: Okay. Do we have that one already, or? Yeah,
1: we have it. Nice. I think it's short stories, too, so that'll be fun. Um. But she does have a book coming out, like I think, May 5th, so it'd be kind of cool if I could finish all her books by then.
0: better put that as your next one, then, <laughs> No,
1: I know, but I have other books I want to read before that. <laughs> Maybe I won't read that one right away. Who am I kidding? I'll, by the end of the year, I think I can have all her books. The good right. thing
0: about this quarantine is, one of the few things is we can, we have like two bookshelves full of books, so we're set. We don't have to go out to get books. We can get through this backlog that we've been meaning to get to for so long. I mean, I do have, like,
1: there's a lot of good books coming out. I know,
0: I know. I have a whole... Let's focus on what we got. I know,
1: I'm not buying books, so, like, saving a lot of money, but I'm just saying, like, I have, as soon as this is over, I have a list. (sighs) Okay. All right. Should we step on over to next week?
0: Step on over to next week.
1: All right, next week we will be watching the movie France's Ha! Ha! And I didn't look this up, but I think it's on, it's either on either, I think it's on Netflix. Okay. It's It's on on one of the the streaming streaming platforms. You can stream it.
0: This is starring Greta Gerwig, and it is directed by her partner, Noah Baumbach.
1: Yep. I think it's in black and white, so that'll be fun. Yeah, the,
0: the trailer is at least, so it'd be really weird if like the movie was a gun. Go- Why the trailer black and white? <laughs> that'd
1: be amazing. Like, what? What is this choice?
0: Yeah, so next week we'll do our top five black and white films. <laughs> we got clerks, we got the artist. Um The Artist, yeah, I like that
1: movie. Really, that was really good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So should people follow us on all the things?
0: They should. You can email us at calebcathypod at gmail.com. You can check us out on Twitter at calebcathypod. Um, you can look at our Spotify for the podcast, as well as we have a, a CCP Spotify for our current music we're listening to and it's different playlists.
1: CCP Music.
0: Indeed. No space there, I believe.
1: I've been adding quite a few to the folky and I love it.
0: <laughs> and, um... Other than that, yeah, you can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast.
1: I prefer and, uh, Apple Podcasts. What do you prefer? I listen on Apple Podcasts as well on the iPod now. Yeah,
0: It's good. I used to be like a a podcast platform jumper. I'd listen on like...
1: Multiple podcasts.
0: No, no, platforms? no. No, I would like change which one because oh. Android didn't have a good one. So I'd have mm. like Pocket Cast and then there was another one and I'd kind of do that. And mm. then Google got their own Google Podcast, but it was not very good. Um, so then I finally just broke down and got an iPod Touch and put all my music and listened to the Apple Podcast.
1: <laughs> no matter how much you try, you cannot escape Apple. It's everywhere. Okay. Take us out? I would love to call your loved ones.
0: And, uh, Mail. There's, is there anything to vote for now?
1: Caleb, people should still vote. Okay, maybe prep for Here's your new saying, prep for November.
0: Don't forget to vote in November. November is very important. Yeah, but
1: yeah. Oh, people should vote in November. Oh,
0: I agree, but now it's like, yeah, what until then, you know?
1: Yeah, nothing,
0: nothing. Anyways.
1: Survive the quarantine. That could be your... That could be your. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, you should gotta say something. What I, is I it?
0: hope that, that catchphrase won't last very long. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully we don't have to survive the quarantine much longer.
1: Okay, fine. Vote in November.
0: Alright, another long outro. I love it. Uh, We'll (laughs) see you next Sunday.
1: Bye.